If you're looking for ways to skip a trip to the post office and dodge all the hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, really, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, stamps.com can save you so much time and money and stress, especially during the holidays. Access all post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of using an elevator. Just going up a couple of floors, sure, take the stairs, who gives a fuck. Walking 30 flights a day, you could use a break, especially me, your boy, Thick Boy Nation, every day. Stay thick, stay hungry. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. Save time and money this holiday season with stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code Heavy Sweater Podcast for a special offer that includes four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter the code Heavy Sweater Podcast. Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of Australian musicians and bands of the heavy variety. And this week's guest is Luke Thompson of the band Void Matter, killer band, sick fucking band, and a great dude, great chat. This is a fucking sick episode of the podcast. Uh, we touch on heaps of music like EDM, emo, metalcore, like fucking new metal, all that shit. We touch on fucking heaps of stuff. Um, but yeah, go check out Void Matter on all streaming services. Wherever you listen to music, check them out. And if they're playing a show near you, go check them out there. They're fucking sick. Luke's a great dude. So fuck yeah. Um, this week, the episode has come out on a different day. Uh, usually it's Wednesday because it's Wednesday. You know what that means, that whole, that whole shtick. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> I had some, uh, some issues this week. Couldn't get it out on Wednesday. So this was recorded and filmed. There's a YouTube version of an actual, actual footage this week um, on Wednesday. Um, tried to do it yesterday didn't work out so we just booked i booked a room out at neon studios in Sumner park and uh recorded out here um so yeah with all that being said it's thursday and you know what that means hey man how you doing hey what's going on bro not much <laughs> Sponsor me. No, oh, I wish. I said on, like, I think it was Instagram, like, I'm just waiting for a Coca-Cola sponsorship. I think I tagged them. I was like, fucking come at me. I, no, I'm going to cut that out. I can't say that. You can't I, say I that? I have a sponsor on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid $1. Hey, you can't say that. <laughs> Very good. That's getting cut out. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Coca-Cola sponsor the podcast. It'll be fucking sick. Um, <laughs> we'll get into your story. And all the way up to now, but in the very beginning, like, what's the first heavy-ish band you remember listening to for the first time? Well, like, the the very first band that I ever bought an album for and, like, really listened to front to back yep. would have to be Slipknot. I bought Volume 3, The oh, Subliminal Verses. Fuck yes! Yeah. 
that was yeah that was my favorite for a long time like, fuck yeah I remember um, when mp3 players were first coming out and you could only fit like 50 songs yeah, on them or something yeah, yeah. like that I made sure that I had Slipknot's discography <laughs> <laughs> like all the way back to yes. make feed kill repeat yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was just that on my mp3 fuck for, yeah for a good little while um, yeah that was definitely the first one sick fuck yeah Cool. And like what led to that? Like where like what happened to get you to Slipknot? It was um watching the Resident Evil. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Resident Evil Fuck movie yeah. one. Like um in on the special features of the DVD, they had uh, the My Plague music video yes. and like yep. I had heard about Slipknot yep. when it, when I was a kid like you hear about them and like oh they're this horror band yeah. like they wear masks they're, they're like heavy vocal. metal they yeah. they like worship the devil and all this kind yeah, of yeah. shit and then like I saw it I'm like this guy actually like I was into Linkin Park and stuff like that at yeah, the time yeah. as well because everybody like I think everybody was into Linkin Park yeah, at some point they were a gateway band for yeah. like to get into the heavies yeah exactly yeah. and then I was like oh yeah, this isn't like all that different I kind of yeah. like it and then yeah um, got the album and it was all over from there. Then I found Roadrunner Records, which yes. were, were great. That yep. um, that All Star Sessions. Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. Roadrunner United. Yes. Such an incredible time. So good. What's your favorite song on that album? Uh, it's got to be Army of the Sun. But interesting. Yeah, like it wasn't one of the hits, but yep. um, it really, like, it's this like kind of chill vibe all yep. throughout, and then it just kind of explodes at the end with um, these vocal layers and stuff. And, fuck yeah. yeah. Absolutely love that song. That's fucking sick. Yeah. And oh, there's so so many good ones on there. It's hard yeah, to choose yeah. though. Like yeah. the dag is obviously oh, so a, a classic. My personal favorite is I don't want to be a superhero. Really, the that- Michael Graves, Matt Heafy yeah. crossover because I'm a Misfits sweater like so hard. So when I was like <laughs> Michael Graves from the Misfits, which is best Misfits, I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Michael Graves is best Misfits. His personal views I don't agree with, but um, his music is sick. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a superhero as the best. Yeah, see, p- punk's never really been, like, uh, super close to my heart or anything yeah, yeah. like that. So I just, I would always skip that track. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. But nah, yeah, I, I, it was very well written. Yeah. Fucking, it's fucking sick. Cool. So Slipknot opens up the floodgates for you, but Linkin Park's the gateway band. And then what gets you to dive, like, deep enough to be like, I want to find more about all this heavy shit. Okay, so it was, like... It took a really long time for me to get to the point where I'm at now. Like, all through high school, I would just, like, I'd find the bands that I liked and then just, like, really, like, loved them. Yeah, yeah. Like, got a little bit obsessed with a few bands throughout high school and stuff. And then moved away from metal for years and years until um, we started the band. Okay. And now it's just nothing but yeah, yeah. metalcore and Sick. hardcore and <laughs> heavy metal and shit. Fuck yeah. Just constantly, like, you, Spotify is such an excellent um, way to discover yeah. new, new bands yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like, my band now, every Wednesday, we put up, like, something that we've found in our okay. Discover Weekly playlist yeah, and shit yeah. like that. That's probably, like, the most content we've been doing in a, in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty slack at the moment. <laughs> in a bit of a down, down the circumstance dictates, like... Throughout this entire year, like, I think I've had five shows rescheduled. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, the rescheduling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Insane. Not only 
not only like our local shows and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. but the big shows. Yeah, as like well, I saw like. today, Mike Hems tour is rescheduled to twenty thirteen. Oh, that's still happening. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Oh my. Yeah, God. that's. So <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty three is like the the next. They time teased be. it to us in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, three years later. Yeah. Oh, it'll I'm happen. glad that it's <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, full tilt been re- rescheduled like four times. Yeah, yeah. Unify confirmed though. Yeah, that's strong, good. Strong yeah. Unify. That'd be such a good t- good time. I've never been. Yeah, neither. Yeah. yeah. But this year, like, especially is focused more on, like, up-and-coming bands like Wild Heart are playing it, which is fucking sick that, like, a Brizzy band is just playing Unify. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's the it's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Nah, cool. good on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, that's where it goes for you. And then what's the band that, like, brings it together for you to be like, I can play in a band? Um, wow. Okay. A band that I, that I listened to yeah, that yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I can, I do, can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think it was really necessarily a band that, like, made me want to um, be this kind of musician. I've always been playing music and stuff, okay. and I thought that it would be a, a good thing to do. But what really pushed me to pursue sort of, like, the production side and, like, songwriting side and stuff yeah. like that was... Um, electronic music okay yeah like i um, started learning to dj and then after that i was like okay i it's it's fun being able to mix tracks together but like i want to like make tracks sound how i want them to yeah yeah. and so i started learning production and then that's just a makes no sense absolute rabbit hole it was yeah Yeah. it was really hard to get into (laughs) yeah and but i learned how to record and so then my singer crispy and i we were We've been mates for years, and we were just kind of like, "Oh, let's make some music." Yeah. Like we're always talking about music, and, and wanting he was he was in this band called Plague of Atlas, okay, which eventually broke up, and then Crispy finally said to me, "Hey, um, do you want to like maybe be in the band?" Yeah, I'm like yeah, thank you, thank you. Finally, we've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been friends for years. You know I do music. Like let's just fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. And so then I met up with the guys who were still keen to do music from that previous band. Okay. And they needed a guitar player, and so I said, "Well, let's get my mate Dizzy, who uh, him and I went to high school together. We learned to play. He picked up the guitar." And a bunch of our mates have been playing together, like playing guitar yeah, yeah. just at lunchtime and shit. Yeah, yeah. We've been playing for years. And then he picks one up and gets better than all of us within six yeah, months. There's always like fucking one dude that you go to school with that like is just the best guitar player. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that definitely turned out to be Dizzy. So it was a no brainer as soon as like, as soon as they asked me to be in the band, I'm like, I know a guy. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. And he and I just work like so well together. Yeah. And Crispy and I, we're super close so we work really well together and it just kind of yeah works together to to be void matter fuck yeah so that's where it comes in is EDM you learn to record and then through being mates with Crispy getting into this, yeah. this band and then or that band and then turning it into this band yes sick fuck yeah and yeah. like what was the first thing you learned to play like was it guitar or the very first instrument I played was trumpet okay when I, like, I picked yeah. one up when I was like 8 years old or something it was part of like my school um, mom really wanted me to play saxophone, but not didn't have the the tongue control for the reeds. <laughs> but I could blow one hell of a raspberry, so oh, I was yeah natural trumpet player. Fuck yeah! Um, 
played that for a little while and then picked up guitar when I was probably about 12 years old. Okay. And like I was okay at guitar, but I never like got quite as good as my friends. Yeah, yeah. So then in high school we started a, a band and I was like, oh, I want to be in it. Um, but you've already got three guitar players. Yeah. <laughs> it, ev- it eventually got the, um, one of them moved on to drums and then oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I came in and did bass. But then they kicked me out. Like after the first jam, we were, we got together and started playing Brain Stew by Green Day, yeah. and they kicked me out for headbanging because they wanted to be like a pop punk uh, band. They wanted to do the and jump s- kicks. Yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they were afraid of the metal. Fuck, never be scared of the metal. No, well, it, I I got them around to it eventually. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> sick. Um, shit, where were I going with that? Uh, you got kicked out of your high school band. Yes, and um, yeah, they let me back in, and we eventually like started playing metal. Sick, so that was good. <laughs> um, and then Alex, sorry, Dizzy, keep referring to people as different <laughs> as names. their real names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dizzy, um, my guitarist in Void Matter. Yep. He and I started a little band together in high school, which we played a couple of covers, yeah, didn't yeah. really write any songs yeah, or whatever. That's basically how it goes. You yeah. hang out with your friends and teach the ones that don't know anything how to play shit. Yeah. 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 That's exactly how it went down. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, th- I think we played like the high school talent quest and then that was it. Fuck like, yeah. yeah. Oh, the big show shut it down after that. Yeah. <laughs> One and done. Yeah. Never it. see a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> that's sick. Fuck yeah, man. Cool. Um, and then Void Matter obviously have shit out at the moment. Yes, a, yes. A killer EP. Oh, thank you. It's thank you very much. Good. Yeah, we we've wor- we worked really hard on the Everything and Nothing. Yeah. Um, we recorded that all at my house. See. Um, did all the vocals, all the guitar tracking and everything. Fuck but, yeah. But like drum time, drum room time is very expensive. So, so expensive. Yeah. We cheated. We used MIDI. Yep. <laughs> Literally, it is the easiest way to get around it. And like talking to other people, it's just something everybody does. Yeah. Nobody has the time and the money to get out of drum room and no. track live drums. Unless like you have that at your disposable and you can fucking do it, but realistically, not everybody does. Yeah. And the only guys who have places like that are like really committed drummers. Yeah. Like I know, I know a bunch of drummers, but there's only a very few who have like a full committed space. This is my drum room. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, um, Step Brothers. Yeah. Like, don't touch my, don't touch my drums. <laughs> yeah. Those kind of guys. He's got a whole room for his drum set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. There's a very, very few have that. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm very jealous of them. And I would love to be able to do the, the live drums, but it's just not in the cards. Man. Yeah. Like, you're not making any money as a local band. Exactly. It's all self-funded and yeah. everything like that. But, like, when you're a, a teenager and shit in high school, you're looking at, like, all the bands doing stuff. And you're like, oh, they're so fucking sick. They must be so, like, wealthy and shit. And then you get into the scene and you're like... Fuck, hey, like, <laughs> this is what it is. Cool. We'll make yeah. it work, whatever. But realistically, you got to be smarter about your money being in a local oh, band. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely got to be smart about yeah. it. Yeah, so it's sick that you record all your own stuff. Yeah, it, well, yeah, keeping it in-house keeps yeah. it cheap. Fuck off. And, like, we, we paid... Um, producers and stuff like that to like go into a studio for our first EP first couple of songs like just to really like figure it out you know like um, and while I was um, while I was there I watched made sure I picked up as much shit as possible and I was like from I also went to 
JMC to, to learn audio engineering. Okay, cool. So I knew I had a bit of a knowledge, but I didn't know exactly how to, I didn't know how to make a record. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is how you press record. Like this yeah. is what compressors are. Yeah. But then um, I fucking, yeah, watch what these guys are doing. And I was like, okay, I reckon I can, I reckon I can actually do this. I've, I've got an ear for this shit now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, it turned out really, really well. Like it took a lot of time and I'd never really done anything to that scale before. Yeah. Like I'd track demos and whatever for, yeah. for mates on other projects and whatever. But especially when you're working on your own stuff, it's, um, you, you put a lot more time yeah. into it. Yeah. And I've said on here like thousands of times, no one gives more of a shit about your band than you. Yeah. So like if you're in it, you know what you want it to be. Where if you pay somebody, they're just, oh, it's just money to me, like, really. So yeah. they're not going to give a fuck as much as you being in that band. Yeah. And <clears throat> to have the full creative control as well. Yeah. like, especially when you're a new band and you're going to producers and stuff like that, they'll be like, oh, no, nah, you're not supposed to do things this yeah, way. Yeah. And it's like, no, but this is how we want it to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, so, sure, sometimes you do shoot yourself in the foot, like, doing a little bit of weird shit. Yeah, yeah. But most of the time, like, it's your artistic vision, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're not making music for yourself... You're doing it wrong, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think. Like, obviously, if you can just put together random shit and then make a, a million dollars, congratulations. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would give anything. Yeah. But, <laughs> but nah, if you got you just got to have fun with it, man. Yeah. Yeah, creative freedom is, like, the main thing I think all bands need instead of, like, that's a trend, let's jump on that trend. Yeah. Just do what you want to do, whatever comes out of you as a person. Because I feel like it translates a bit better. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you hear all the bands that are popular at the moment, like the um, your P- Polaris and Architects and, yeah, yeah. All, and Wage War and all that. They've yeah. got a... That, there's a very, like, specific style. Yeah. And, like, not to shit on any of those bands or anything. Because no, 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 they're no. absolutely yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. Definitely. But, like, you can see a lot of similarities. And, yeah. like, this is what's hot. Yeah. And, and whatever. And, like... There's definitely part of me that wants to do stuff like that, but it's got to sound like you. Yeah. Like, um, I was thinking about this on, in the car on the way here. I was like, I just make music to appease the little 15-year-old kid inside of me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want to play stuff that I would have wanted to hear exactly. growing up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So when I was a kid, I was like, I want to be... Like the emo bands that I fuck with like heavily. Yeah. Like so I want some kid to find my band and be like, Oh, that's fucking real cool. Yeah. I relate to that when I'm just writing about like being angry. Just like what, having having our posters on the oh, wall. No. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did that, but I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, fuck yeah, that's sick. And I think like as well with that, like Wage War, Polaris, Architects thing, that's what's hot in Metalcore at the moment as to like 10 years ago, a Skylit Drive of Mice and Men was hot in metal. Yeah. What's after that? Because that was what's after this. Yeah. So where does it go without these bands trying the creativity and like pushing their creative boundaries? I think that the future of heavy metal, of, of, of metalcore, is probably a lot more synth based. Back to like Crabcore? Uh, no, not necessarily in that kind of a okay. style. I'm talking in more of um, sort of a cross faith okay um sort of uh oh, what's that what's that freaking hype uh, eskimo callboy okay sort yeah, of a thing yeah. like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i think that that's where a lot of a lot of bands are uh, gonna end up yeah. um like using a lot more of the sort of party vibe 
okay. that, that metal can bring because that's yeah. something that hasn't really been touched on a bunch. Yeah. Like there's songs that do it yeah, and yeah, whatever, yeah. but um, the last two massive hits from Eskimo Corbett have been basically like dance tracks, you know? Oof. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> makes you want to fist bump and shit. And like, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's great. Yeah, and um, it's even visible in the um, progression of bands like Bring Me the Horizon. Like, yeah, where they've changed genres so many times, and now yeah. they've like they just released that song that sounds like a freaking Justin Bieber. Bieber yeah, track. yeah, I don't like, fuck with catchy. that. I don't fuck with that. You don't fuck with that. No, no, no. I like <laughs> like so I'm real weird on Bring Me the Horizon because like I loved the That's the Spirit album. I yeah. thought that was great. And then that album kind of saw a bunch of bands change to like sort of do that thing where like mm. Architects started to go a bit more radio friendly, Being as an Ocean went a bit more like radio friendly and then Bring Me the Horizon like leaned into it with ammo and I was just like, I am not here for this. Yeah. But I've, then that EP, that like five track, I yeah. was all over that. Yeah. I was like, that is like the shit. That's sick. Yeah. They really pulled it together for that one. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Like obviously they've uh, been a, quite experimental. With, yeah. um, with how they've been progressing. But I feel like they have to be. They couldn't be suicide season the no. entire time. No. Because, yeah, they've been they've been at it for, jeez, fucking like 2005, 2004. Yeah, man. They're coming yeah. up on two decades Yeah, being a band. Like, if you're still playing the same shit. Yeah. No one would give a fuck. No. Yeah. No. I think that's, like, evident in, like, obviously, like, death calls like death metal and death calls like a completely different thing they can stay that sort of sound and people are going to be there for it no matter what but yeah. I think with where they were at they were a metalcore band they had to evolve with the genre evolving and everyone growing up and being like oh that was shit like looking back <laughs> that, like, that wasn't as cool as I thought it was <laughs> yeah man the, yeah it's, it's really cool how um, death metal and um, super black metal kind of yeah. stuff like it really sticks to the the, the purity of yeah, the yeah. genre yeah but at the same time like i i i can't like listen to, to the same stuff all, all the, the time, time. Yeah. yeah yeah but at the same time a lot of i guarantee that the black metal guys will look at my playlist and be like every single song <laughs> yeah. sounds the same yeah. i think it's all just to your taste you know? yeah i think so yeah. yeah i was actually thinking about that the other day i was like where I am now listening to music is like so far from where I was when I started where I was like little emo kid and I was like oh this is what metalcore is and then I like ditched emo heavy on metalcore and now I'm like I'll listen to like all that shit and I'll listen to like weird shit like Riff Raff like I, I fuck with Riff Raff <laughs> yeah. so hard I was like he's shit but this is great like an album called The Vanilla Gorilla is like my fucking life that's <laughs> sick bro have you heard of this Brisbane rapper called Lil Sick no, but that's a cool name. <laughs> okay, yeah, dude, you're going to have to watch this guy. Fuck uh, yeah. He is, yeah, he's, he's, I think he, I would call him the Brisbane version of Riff, uh, of, um, of Riff Raff. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fuck with that. He's like, leans into the rap stereotypes like yeah. hard. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> so he's <sick>. like, he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he's called Lil Sick. And he has this song called Sick Cunt. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and it's literally just him going, I'm a fucking sick cunt. You're a sick cunt. I'm a fucking sick cunt. Something like that. That's so It's fun. pretty cool, bro. It's <laughs> funny as fuck. What a weapon. I've seen him in the valley as well. Like, oh, just yeah. like hanging out. Yeah. Like at a show. Full Gucci. And oh. Yeah. <laughs> like full blown. Yeah, this is, a few, this is a few years ago. But sick. like, um, yeah, I was just coming out from the smokers in some, I, oh, I can't even remember what bar it was. But then, yeah, he he was 
just there in full full Gucci tracksuit. That's so funny. With his fucking gold chains and, and grill like, grilling. Yes. And I was just like, who's this guy? Yes. <laughs> Let's see. I feel like a grill is incredibly underrated. Yeah. As a dude. rap accessory. <laughs> At one point they were like these shit with like Nelly and Paul. Yeah. And then they've just dropped off. Nobody wears grills anymore except for no. Riffraff. Yeah. Got that Aquaberry fucking shark teeth grill. <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> so sick. Cool, I got fruity pebbles on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck yeah. And then what's next for Void Matter? Like you've got the EP out. We've been the well. Yeah, the EP's been do, been treating us well. Like yeah, um, yeah. it's definitely and like just all this year we've learned so much as a as a live band. Yeah, yeah. Um, just really trying to make the most of um all of our shows and stuff like that. We've um been lucky enough to. Uh, tour all throughout Queensland. Fuck like yeah. we um, did Cairns and Townsville and Emerald and Bundaberg. And see. Yeah, we're um, planning a few more shows out there. Um, just yeah. while all this shit's going on, yeah, like, yeah. bit am- bit ambitious to be booking anything interstate at the moment. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, new s- we're, we've been working on a new song. Just yesterday, oh, um, yeah. before we were supposed to chat, I um, just laid down the bass tracks for cool. um, for our new single. Um, hopefully that's going to be out, geez, very early next year. So I don't know, still, still organizing uh, yeah, yeah. everything. But yeah, vocals are co- uh, being recorded on Sunday. Sick. And then off to our mix and master. And yeah, trying to get a video together for it. Yeah, fuck yeah. The most expensive part of the whole process. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're at the pointy end financially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's cool though with like the, the rural shows. Cause I think like that's sort of something that's sort of forgotten about in the city scene is like, you need mm. to go out to those towns that people don't go to. Cause like, that's essentially what Parkway did. Yeah. Like they just went to small towns, built their name up and then everybody knew about Parkway Drive. Yeah. Like we just played Toowoomba and Nambour and it was like the first shot at the Black Box Theatre in Nambour in like fucking years and there were so many fucking people there. Shit, it was eh? so sick. People were like throwing down. I was like, this is what this shit is all about. It's fucking so sick. Fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, hit them rules. Yeah, absolutely. Like um, the, the place that we played in Emerald, the Irish Village, um, it's not the biggest place by any means yeah, but yeah. Um, we had, I think... 350 people through the door yeah, that day. Yeah, that's sick. Like, fucking huge. Like, way bigger than any of the local shows yeah. that, that I've played. Yeah. And they they all were there having an absolute banger of a night. Like, yeah. we weren't... We were unfortunately not able to encourage any moshes, but yeah. I guarantee that there was going to be some. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and... Jeez, they they brought it out for the merch as well. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, sick. It was a very solid night. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I think it helps because, like, they don't really get shit like that anymore either. Mm. So, like, when it does come through town, people are like, fuck yeah, something's on. Yeah. In those small towns where, like, there's nothing on, so people just, like, drink, do drugs, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But, like, bringing shows there, they'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just doing it in their backyards, they'll, they'll come, come out. They'll come to the show. <laughs> yeah. We encourage. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, man. Well, cool. This has been going for like almost 24 minutes. This has been a fucking breeze. Yeah. Easy chat. Fuck yeah. Sick. How long do you normally do your podcast for? Uh, they usually go for like 30 to an hour, depending. The long ones are when I talk to like local wrestlers. Wrestlers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, True uh, shit. Like Zashin, who used to be in season on ending, is now a wrestler. Okay. And I think he and I spoke for like an hour and a half. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking wild. Just like his <laughs> transition and like, I'm a fucking wrestling nerd. So like, we're going deep in on that and it was fucking sick. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've actually been seeing a bunch of um, wrestling gigs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Happening. Like, yeah. at the back room and stuff. Yeah, there, right? Well, he works for that company that put that on. They oh, have yeah. like Old Town and uh, Apartheid were on it. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Huge. Fucking, it was fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I fuck with that shit yeah. heavily. I think that like the crossover between like wrestling fans and heavy music fans is like so apparent. Yeah. That like for sure. Just bring it all out, cross over the cross the streams. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Why not? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bring like heavy fans to wrestling, wrestling fans to heavy music shows, and yeah, it's all. It in actually one place. goes hand in hand for me yeah. as well. Like yeah, I was massive into wrestling when I was a kid. Yeah, I think well. every like, kid was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you could just like just wanted to be the Undertaker man. Yep, like, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wanted to be the Undertaker. But yeah, unfortunately, I'm like five ten. I couldn't yep. like I couldn't like do anything to any of those gigantic men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the whole. Uh, I, I think inside every wrestling fan there definitely is like a heavy metal fan just yeah. waiting to be awoken yeah because yeah. it like heavy metal is as a, like it, it can definitely be a very silly place to be yeah, yeah. like um, so often when you hear like something that's like so brutally heavy you're just like man that's stupid yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. fucking stupid heavy yeah. like, or the total opposite of like a Tenacious D Steel Panther where they're like quasi metal bands yeah. but they're like clearly taking the piss yeah it's yeah. very it's a very theatrical comedic sort yeah, yeah. of a thing and yeah that's wrestling's the same you yeah. know like they've got it they've got the stories and all the theatrics yeah. and um, a lot of heavy metal as well. A lot of yeah. big hair, makeup yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we were kids, like um, heaps of new metal on like game soundtracks or like yes. pay-per-view soundtracks. Like metal was just in it. Yeah. So like, I think like after I discovered like bands like Nickelback and like Kiss, the first sort of heavy-ish bands I remember hearing were like Cold and Evanescence. Yeah. Through wrestling as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got so many banging tracks from from wrestlers <laughs> intros yes. like that so um oh, edge bro that kind of lingus a metal lingus yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. alter bridge that's yeah, still such a bad and then before that he had a rob zombie song yeah which was so <laughs> sick. i was just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah fuck yeah, yeah that was cool shit man but yeah so usually they go a bit longer if it's like something cooked like that but yeah the yeah. music ones are sort of a bit quicker because it's like the stories are like so like touched upon I guess because people don't have much time I don't tell people what to talk about on here beforehand so yeah. like it's kind of just like people like throwing stuff out as they remember it yeah but yeah, yeah yeah no I've just been fucking chatting man like yeah. I had no idea how long <laughs> had no idea how long the thing was gonna last for yeah but yeah um, what else what else can I even talk about like we've, we've touched on a bunch of stuff yeah 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 so do you want to hit your top five favorite bands and we'll then do socials and fucking oh, shut man. shut this bitch down alrighty top five favorite bands in no particular order no particular order yeah right. it can be whatever you feel like I've got to say that what got to put the original up there Slipknot yeah Slipknot the definitely best. the gatekeepers do you have a favorite Slipknot album it's got to be volume three man that, the one the you came in on yeah, yeah the, fuck the very first one yeah. like it um, a lot of people say Iowa and like absolutely respect yeah. that um, but I feel Volume Three is a more mature kind of album. Mm. It's uh, not just so, not just angry. Yeah, like, yeah. And don't get me wrong, the anger and I, you know, I made for some fucking great songs. Yeah, but yeah. like, 
There's a lot more dynamics yeah, yeah. in Volume 3. It's I a think. lot more experimental with, like, Vermilion Part 2, mm. um, Circle. Yeah. There's, like, Circle's one of my favourite fucking songs, especially that end bit, the fucking... That yeah, when the cooked, drum... That cooked beat, that... <laughs> yeah, it's <just> like, <laughs> so weird. Build, like, building to nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and then it just ends, and you're like, what the fuck? And yeah, then, yeah, puts yeah. You, yeah, very... Uh, puts you at unease. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Slipknot num- uh, has got to be up there, so that's yeah. one. Um... Bring Me the Horizon's another, man. Okay. Like, they're fucking fantastic. They're kings. Yeah. As much as I don't agree creatively with some of their decisions, they are kings. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to deny that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, shit. I'm going to go... So we're just talking bands? Bands or? or rappers, artists, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I think a couple of episodes ago, someone said Billie Eilish, and I was like, fuck yeah. Sick. Nice. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest musical influences would have to be um, the electronic producer Porter Robinson. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he used to be like a dubstep DJ back in um, like the Skrillex days, so like the bro step sort of a thing. He'd make that kind of music. Fuck yeah. And then and it was great. And then he did this album called Worlds, and that shit changed music okay. for me. Sick. Like um, I remember seeing him at Stereosonic, like out of my mind and just being Sick. absolutely <laughs> captivated by everything and it was it was such a beautiful experience man like it's it it has still like a lot of electronic heaviness in it but yeah. it's also like really really pretty and really like fluffy and like okay it feels like it's giving you a hug Sick. yeah <laughs> cool, yeah man. So that that's yeah porter robinson's definitely up there sweet well before we go to the next one if we're going to touch on dubstep and skrillex we have to go back on Skrillex. Sunny Moore. Sunny fucking Moore from, from first to last. Yes. The best. Yeah. I love oh, that dude. shit. He's so so successful, so amazing. Yeah. Like, every, uh, even back in from first to last, like, his voice, like, how can you sing like that, man? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. To the I, point where Wes Borland is like, I want to play bass on your album. <laughs> like, that, I think it was the, like, heroin album, the white one. Yeah. Wes Borland played bass on it. True shit. That is, like, to me, as a kid, I was like, what the fuck? Like, Wes from Limp Biscuit is like, I'm going to jump on this emo album and just shred bass. Nothing else. <laughs> it's like, cool, bro. Like, what the fuck? And then when he blew up with Bangarang, I was like, all you people fucking suck. Like, I'm a loser because I like heavy music. Well, yeah, he's a heavy dude. Like, fucking Sonny yeah. Moore from First Last. Note to self, emo shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I actually did two from First to Last covers at oh. one of those high school talent yes. shows. Yes. What yeah. songs? We did um, Ride the Wings of Pestilence as a band. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I was the lead singer. And, and I was terrible at singing. Did but you do Emily? Yes, I did Emily. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes, I did Emily. Yes! <laughs> what a fucking track. <laughs> fuck, that's yeah. so oh, good. Dude. Right here. Yeah. Right here for that one. Fuck, even <laughs> when that comes on now, I'm like, fuck, this is just such a good song. <laughs> so fucking good. It's actually really easy to play. It's oh, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so easy. It's yeah. just like bar chords, but you're just playing the fucking individual strings. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So good. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> next one. Um, shit. Um, a Day to Remember, man. Okay. Those guys, like... Um, a really beautiful blend of pop and heaviness I yeah. think like they bring that pop punk um, catchiness yeah but then are able to throw down in like sticks and bricks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they love a beat down fucking yeah yeah fucking oh shit oh and shit I'm up to number five yeah um, I'll go back to electronic and talk about the best um, 
live experience I've ever had. Okay. I saw Nero at okay. um, Park Life 2012, and that was at the river stage and botanic gardens okay fuck and it. i was yeah a bit out of my mind again See but yeah right <laughs> as nero um dropped promises uh the it, it was on the same day as river fire okay. and the fucking f-111s flew past oh, like dropped the afterburner wrong. and then fireworks started happening all around the um the ba- the back of the stage because yeah. of river fire and it was just uh, and, and, the, and it started raining <laughs> it was like everything. the best thing that could ever happen. Everything had happened. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was sick. actually my all-time favorite festival as well. Sick. It was Park Life 2012. I got to see the presets. Oh. Um, back, this was back um, when Pacifica first came out. I have like, no idea what that is. Uh, it, it, yeah. <laughs> Big record for them. Big cool. record cool. for them. And, I know yeah. the name, the presets, because I think they were on like the radio around the time the pot bellies were. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, yes. It was this era. Yes. Yeah. Sick. Um, and I got to see Tame Impala that day. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, b- back before they were huge. Yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. That was a fucking great festival. Fuck yeah. Hmm. Doof festivals. Yeah, oh, Doof's are great, man. Like, I, I just, um, I, I haven't been to heaps. Like, I think I've only been to two different Doofs. Okay. And they were, like, two of the bigger ones, which was Rabbit's Eat Lettuce and um, Earth Frequency. And yeah, they're, they're excellent times, man. Like, Fuck yeah. People there are so so nice. Sick. And it's like just the, the music's a bit repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. But it's yeah, fun times. Sick. Fun times if you like to expand your mind. Cool. <laughs> if you like to Rogan, as mm. <laughs> some would say. Yeah, if you like to Rogan. Yeah. Then yes, go to a door. <laughs> You'll fucking love that shit. Sick, man. Cool. Well, we'll hit socials for you and Void Matter and anything else you want to plug. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Um, Void Matter is uh, facebook.com slash Void Matter. Um, we go uh, Instagram at Void Matter Band. Um, we are on Spotify. You can just search us for Void Matter. Yep. Um, we have an online merch store as well at Redbubble. Um, Seek. You can find that on our link. Oh, oh. If you go to our Instagram page, we've got the link tree. It's got everything. Yeah. Got all the things. Link we've got a show coming up in, on the 3rd of December down at Vinny's. Sweet. With Ocean Shores, Sunbound, and... Ooh, shit. Ah, don't you hate that? Yeah. <laughs> Look right at the camera while it's happening. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> I'm playing Vinny's tomorrow night. Vinny's tomorrow night? Yeah, Oh, tonight, as this comes out, this is coming out tomorrow. So tonight, Vinny's, get the fuck down there, Gronk. Strange Fiction. Oh, Strange Fiction. Ocean Shores, Void Matter, Strange Fiction, and Sunbound down at Vinny's Dive Bar on the 3rd of December. Fuck yeah. Sick. Hell yeah. That's it. That's it. Done. Done for another week. Fucking huge thanks to Luke for doing the podcast. You heard on the episode, all of Void Matters socials, go check them out. Um, Go check them out on all social media and all streaming services. Great fucking dude. Super fun chat. Definitely would be keen to have him on again. Or like another dude from that band again. That'd be fucking sick. But yeah. Um, If you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, tell a friend, subscribe, share, follow on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you listen. And give me a follow on Instagram or a like on Facebook at Heavy Sweater Podcast. And... Today, <clears throat> we are playing Vinny's Dive Bar in Southport with Isolation and Dissect. 
get out there. It's going to be fucking sick. We're going to be ripping shit up. And then the next night, tomorrow night, Friday night, Ipswich at Golby's Basement. Fuck yeah. With Isolation, Deep Leech, and Dissect. It's going to be a fucking time and a half. So get the fuck out there. Go support local music. Buy fucking merch. Do all the cool shit. Be a legend. Come back next week for another episode. Thanks.